James and I met on Saturday the 5th of July 2008 at the Duke of Essex Polo Trophy, which was held at Epping Swanky Gaines Park and was the event that every girl and guy in Essex was psyched for. Nobody cares much about the polo. The Duke of Essex is all about the party after dark, when DJs play music in giant, swankily decorated marquees and the entire Essex party crowd gets rip-roaring drunk. I was so excited. I'd pay £50 for my ticket and brought a silver sequined frock from Dorothy Perkins. But some girls had gone the extra mile. One of my friends even had her boobs done for the occasion. By now, I was 17 and studying at West Hatch, where I'd met two good friends called Robin and Georgia, whose glamorous elder sisters, Abby and Chloe, were PAs in the city. I idolised them. Not only did they have professional blow dryers, spray tans and wear false lashes, they had also introduced me to a new and exciting world of socialising. On Thursday nights, we'd head to a bar in Buckhurst Hill called Rockies before hitting Faces Nightclub in Gantz Hill. And on Fridays, we went to a cool pub in Walthamstow called The Rising Sun. Abby was also mates with a guy called James Argent, who promoted a night called Liaison at Faces. And that day at the polo, he was with his mates Mark Wright and Jack Tweed. They were part of the Essex in crowd. Your ticket in required being gorgeous or having an aspirational lifestyle or both. A little older than me and while all the girls fancied his mates, 18 stone Jake Tellin Arge was considered more of a cuddly, brotherly type. For Arge, who had a huge crush on my friend Robin, this wasn't ideal. I've got a picture of Arge from that night. He's wearing a black suit and has a skinhead, like all the boys did that summer. They'd been inspired by David Beckham, who shaved off his locks before moving to LA, but the trend didn't suit poor Arge. His lack of hair only emphasised his large nose. Not the best look. Ashton Kutcher has always been my dream man. There, I've said it. He's goofy, funny, tall, ridiculously hot. Truthfully, I didn't fancy Arge when we first met and, in any case, he was interested in my mate Robin until she started copping off with another guy and Arge turned his sights on me. But by the end of the night, I was smashed on Sauvignon Blanc and cracking up at Arge's hilarious banter. I've got no memory of grinding against Arge to Rihanna's umbrella, no memory of pulling a bottle of Versace Red Jeans perfume from my bag and spraying it in my mouth, mistaking it for breath freshener, and certainly no memory of Arge leaning in for a snog at the end of the night in front of all our friends. After a horrendously hungover Sunday shift at Woolworths in South Woodford, where I worked part-time the following day, my friends gleefully filled in the blanks of the drunken night. I don't even fancy him, and in any case, he fancies Robin, I said to the girls. Waves of embarrassment about having Robin's sloppy seconds rushed over me. But most of all, I was worried. Was Arge spreading rumours that we'd done something more? What the hell had I even said to Arge? I vowed never to drink again and decided there was only one thing for it. I had to speak to him to get some answers. Three or four days later, I Facebooked Arge and when he replied, he told me the kissing rumours were true and seemed pretty happy about it. 
which he proved at midnight every Thursday thereafter at Faces by smooching my face off in the R&B room. Life on Marbs That summer, I made my first pilgrimage to Marbella, one of the ultimate Essex traditions on my first ever no-parents holiday. I'd saved up £350 from working in Woolworths to pay for my share of the accommodation, a five-bedroom villa in swanky Portobanus. The glamorous and glitzy portside town filled with luxury yachts and fancy nightclubs. What a trip. We spent the day sunbathing by the villa pool and gossiping, usually about our antics of the evening before, and the evenings partying until the early hours on the port. On the second night, while partying at a club called Tibu, a tall, flash, good-looking boy from Loughton called Henry kept trying it on with me. Soon, gossip began filtering home that I was into Henry, and it was all true, because one night we had a drunken snog in